like midterm season has been going on forever. In past episodes, we've discussed the midterm election results and the Georgia runoff election, where we saw that Senator Raphael Warnock was re-elected. Luckily, we're at the final step of midterm season, which is the vote for Speaker of the House and to swear in those who won their elections into the House and Senate, including the first Gen Z member of Congress, Maxwell Frost, who we've talked about in past episodes. Now, it's safe to say that this has been a long election cycle, and we've done our part. We have chosen our elected officials. Now, it's time to trust them and their vote for Speaker of the House. The God-given promise that all are equal. A date which will live in infamy. Because I have a dream. It is a culture of lack of impunity. Together, we will determine the course of America. Hi, I am Ashley Crosby, and I am a politically-minded gal who believes that words matter. And none matter more than those spoken or used by the individuals we elect to a government of the people, by the people, and for the people. So, in this podcast, I strive to take an unbiased approach to examine the meaning of the words used by modern-day and historical political influencers. So when it is our turn to vote, to govern, and to lead, we are better educated and informed than the generations before us who have left us with a mess. Subscribe and join me on this journey to better understand the impact the words of our leaders have on our future and what we can do about it. So what is this election? This is when members of the House of Representatives vote for Speaker of the House, which is the first thing that the House does even before members are sworn in. So everyone voting is technically representative elects. Which brings me to my next question. Why is this election so important? Well, the Speaker of the House is in line behind the Vice President to secede the President should they become incapacitated. Meaning that if something awful were to happen to the president and vice presidents, the Speaker of the House would become the president. Now, in non-catastrophic scenarios, the Speaker controls the agenda of regular session and committee assignments. However, the House cannot start sessions until the Speaker is chosen, which is why quickly electing a Speaker is so important. How the vote works is that before the new House of Reps meet, each individual party holds private meetings to elect party leadership basically who they want to run for speaker. Then, on January 3rd, is the official start of the new term when all House members vote for this position. During the vote, a clerk presides and calls lawmakers in alphabetical order by last name, who then announce their choice for speaker by calling out the last name of the candidate they want, which is different from the usual electronic voting that the House uses for voting on legislation. So what does a candidate need to win? Technically, it's 218 votes but that's if all 435 members are present and voting. However, in this case, it's 434 because Virginia Representative Donald McEachin recently passed away and does not have a successor yet. However, a representative-elect can decide to skip the vote, also called a holdout, or they can vote present or other, which reduces the vote threshold needed to win the speakership. For example, Nancy Pelosi won House speakership without the 218 votes because multiple people voted present or other, so she just won with the majority of votes. Moving on to this election. In case you don't know the man who has been in every single news headline the past week, he is Representative Kevin McCarthy, and he was recently House Minority Leader for the Republican Party in 2019 to 2022, and then the Majority Leader in 2023, who was later nominated for Speaker of the House by his party. But that doesn't mean that every Republican wants him to be Speaker. 
We saw this during the first vote, when Democratic Minority Leader Representative Hakeem Jeffries had the lead with 212 votes, McCarthy behind him with 203, and then 19 votes for other Republicans. So even though Jeffries had nine more votes than McCarthy, it wasn't a majority. So they kept voting and voting and voting. The results of these votes fell into a similar pattern for multiple rounds, and McCarthy took the lead eventually, but it wasn't a majority, so they kept going. Which led to negotiations. Over the four days of voting, McCarthy was able to flip over a dozen conservative holdouts, meaning that they chose not to vote. To vote for him or to simply vote present or other, so it would reduce his threshold. There has been a little controversy surrounding this because Kevin McCarthy even called for former President Trump's help. We know this because McCarthy thanked Trump during his victory speech for standing with him and for making late-night calls, helping get those final votes. Now, it's unclear what was in these calls, but it must have worked, because McCarthy did gain more votes. However, it again wasn't enough, because on the 14th ballot, McCarthy fell short by one vote, and the room full of grown adults, you know, the people we voted for to maturely and calmly settle the issues troubling America, yeah, they went wild. Yelling insults, pointing fingers, McCarthy even confronted Matt Gates, one of the holdouts. So it's safe to say that wasn't the best moment for Congress. But after a failed motion to adjourn, meaning that they end session, pack their bags, and leave, the representative-elects stayed past midnight to complete the 15th and final round of voting. The few remaining Republican holdouts began voting present, dropping the tally that McCarthy needed, and he finally won Speaker of the House with 216 votes. And I think that AP News puts the end of this eventful election the best when they said that it was the end of a bitter standoff that had shown the strengths and fragility of the American democracy. But luckily, that standoff ended, because at 1 a.m. Saturday morning, Kevin McCarthy was given the gavel, making him Speaker of the House. Elected representatives were sworn in as members of the 118th Congress, and they can finally get to work. Let's hear what House Speaker McCarthy had to say to his fellow members of Congress and the American people in this portion of his victory speech. And now, the hard work begins. What we do here today... Next week, next month, next year, we'll set the tone for everything that follows. Tonight, I want to talk directly to the American people. As Speaker of the House, my ultimate responsibility is not to my party, my conference, or even our Congress. My responsibility, our responsibility, is to our country. Two months ago, you voted for a new direction for our country. You embraced our commitment to America. And now we're going to keep our commitment to you. While that was a tiny part of his overall 22-minute speech linked in the description of this episode to listen to, I think it's the most important because McCarthy proclaims that regardless of what his party, conference, or Congress believes, his responsibility is to do what's best for the American people. I mean, that's what our democracy is for. 
That's why we vote for legislators. We want them to do what is what is best for us and for future generations of America. Now, it is our job to hold him and the rest of Congress to that standard of responsibility that they want. McCarthy also said, you voted for a new direction in our democracy, which is so true because we, the American people, voted for progress, diversity, even the first Gen Z member of Congress. But it's also eye-opening because we voted for a Congress that takes 15 rounds over four days to start the first process of a new Congress, which wasn't even sworn in yet. We voted for a Congress that erupted into chaos after the 14th vote. Which again is why it's so important that you know about who you're voting for, and you really want them to represent you, because they vote on behalf of us, for a person who is second in line for the presidency. Thank you for joining me on this episode. If you enjoyed this episode, please make sure to subscribe and share. Also, tune into the next episode where we'll discuss the impact of Senator Kirsten Cinema switching parties.